Hey everybody, it's Anna J. Walner with Indie Author Chat, and I have today with me Tammy Murdoch Jensen, who is the author of the Arc Mage series. Cammy, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Cammy Murdoch Jensen. I live in Utah, and um, I've written this series that I'm very, very proud of. It's um, it started a little. I started a little later, although I did do several plays when I was younger that are published and they're performed all over the United States and part of Europe. And that makes me very proud. My day job is I teach children's theater for my local city here in Spanish Fork, Utah. We do three shows a year. And um, every once in a while, I started coming up with these wonderful ideas that were just too big to fit on the stage. And so when I started to have time, I started jotting them down. And now I have the Archmage series based on my, one of my daughters who has struggled with chronic illness and a little bit of emotional illness just to kind of help her have something to focus on other than feeling terrible all the time. Wow, that is wonderful. Uh, that, that is a great, uh, a great thing to do. It, it certainly does help us to escape into a world of, of books where everything seems possible and, and magical. And, and that, that little bit of, that's what books are supposed to do is give you a, a, a place to go for a little while and, and just enjoy yourself and kind of escape. So, but are these, would you consider this a middle grade series or a young adult series? That's a very good question. So I wrote it intending it to be for young adults. The vocabulary in it is a little more advanced, but I've noticed a lot of parents giving my books to middle grade children as well, because they are very clean. They're very exciting, very engaging but the, they might have to ask some questions about what words mean, but we all know that that's not a bad thing. It really helps children build a very intelligent, vast vocabulary, and that is not a bad thing at all. But I've also noticed quite a few adults getting sucked in. <laughs> I've, had, I've had one reader email me and say that my book should have a warning that the last 40% must be read all at the same time. <laughs> Wow, that's a great compliment. Yeah, I, I th there are middle grade books that that are very exciting that 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 I've enjoyed. I know, and I love to read young adult uh, fantasy and fiction. So I think that that um, that adults can can definitely get into any good book. So it doesn't have to be an adult book or uh, labeled li literary fiction or, or whatnot, we can all escape into any world that we want to. Isn't so. it about the story? It's about the story. It's not about the yes. label. If you have a very good, solid story, anyone can enjoy it. Just look at the Pixar movies. Oh gosh, yes. Up still makes me just leave me alone with a box of tissues for <laughs> an hour after watching that movie. Um, so, but I, I, I do, I love that self-acceptance 
seems to be a theme that runs through all of your books and empowerment as well. And I, I always say that I love to see a strong and confident female lead. Where did you draw, uh, where did you draw inspiration for Agnes, the, the central character to the story? Well, the I, yes, so I did, I did mention my daughter, Rachel. She has um, a syndrome called POTS, which stands for Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome. It's, um, it's related to a genetic defect that my whole family has, and we all suffer in different ways. But for Rachel, every time she stood up, her blood pressure would suddenly drop really low. She would lose energy. She would turn white as a ghost, and her legs would collapse. And, and she would just... Cardia is, is, is a cardiac arrhythmia that, uh, that, that, is, um, that, can, be, that can be dangerous. In, in her case, her heart, what happens is her blood vessels don't constrict. So when her heart pumps, the blood pools in her legs. And so her heart had to pump faster in order to push the, the blood back up out of her legs. And so that's, that's how POTS works. But we did not get that diagnosed for years and years. She was 11 when she started having symptoms. And we didn't get her diagnosed until she was close to 18 years old. Mm. So for all of those years, doctor after doctor, trying to figure out what was causing her to just fall in the hallways, what was causing her to just, all the energy just slipped out of her. And um, it was very, very challenging. And so I, oh yeah, it was terrible. But in an effort to try and get her motivated to get out of bed anyway, we started writing these stories and I would take her for walks because I figured if I could strengthen her heart and her circulatory system, it would help. And so while we went on walks, we would talk about the plot and Agnes and her motivations and, um, what she was suffering and how to rise above the suffering. And excuse me, my daughter really took that to heart. And I remember one part, one time, it was kind of a changing moment for her. She collapsed in the kitchen and was laying on the hard tile floor. And I said, honey, why don't you at least crawl to your bedroom so you can collapse somewhere more comfortable? And she said that she was like, I don't have to lay here on the floor. I can move. Even if I crawl, I can move. And so for her, that was a little bit of a turning point to where she could, she didn't have to accept what was happening to her. She didn't have to be a victim. There were ways that she could fight back, even if it was crawling. crawling. Yeah. And so I started putting those types of instances, those types of situations into my book where Agnes would be, Agnes is the main character of my book, where she would be just confronted with too much, but she would find a way to deal with it. If it wasn't, you know, punching Wonder Woman style through walls, she would find a way around it. You can still need 
even though you've got terrible things stacked against you. I think that's a fantastic message and a very moving story. If you can't tell, sorry. Um, but uh, without coming too. So. But um, but that is amazing, and I, I think that's that's true of a lot of people that um, that find themselves in a position where they feel either emotionally, mentally, or physically uh, stuck. That there is another option there's another way there's always there's always a different uh, if you if, if you can just find that strength to crawl to the bed yes. and then then you know that's 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 a, a a way a way around a way out gosh that just that really did get me uh you got me you got me there <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no it's okay it's okay it's fantastic that's extremely inspiring. And like I said, empowerment and, and, uh, and self-acceptance and, and overcoming are, are seen throughout the entire installment of the series. And you have, um, you have the, the third book that's, that's out now called third earth. And then, but this is, you have, you have, it's a planned five book series so will we be seeing a fourth book anytime soon? My goal is to have fourth book published around the July, August timeframe of this year. And I hope to have fifth earth done by early next year. Oh. So uh, maybe even quicker. I, I, I do not, this is something that's just me, but I hate cliffhangers. <laughs> just don't like them I, I don't think you're alone the story ends so fourth earth is a cliffhanger and so I want to release fifth earth really really quickly so that people don't have to suffer for too long <laughs> that's 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 awesome yeah um so in uh in contemporary fantasy which is which is what um what, what the series is we see Agnes having to interact with the normal humans of Earth. And as an author, it's so tough to bring a fantasy world and the real world together uh, in, in the story. Do you plot out the story as it goes? Or, uh, or do you sit down and plot out the story before you write? Or do you... Do you brainstorm with your daughter and just start writing? Do you know where you're going instinctually? Um, I do plot out series arcs. So okay. you, you've got to be able to relate the end of the series to the beginning of the series. So I right. put little seeds of foreshadowing in for the first book so that the end book does make sense. But I am definitely by nature, um, what they call a pantser. I a pantser. With my pants. And I just like, I'll write and the, the character will do something that I completely didn't intend, but it was natural. Mm -hmm. It's just what, what needed to happen. And um, sometimes it works out for the best, not always, but um, my, my beta readers and my sounding board and my children, of course, because they're all so brilliant when it comes to creativity, they'll, they'll let me know whether it works or not. 
So, and if it doesn't, then I go back and change it. But I just love that, that impulsive, oh, what if this happened, you know, and just write it and then see how it affects the book. But yes, the, the series arc known from the beginning, what's going to happen in the end. So you already know the ending. We just have to wait. Sorry, <laughs> no spoilers for me. <laughs> I completely understand and respect that. But it's <laughs> awesome that you have beta readers in house. I mean, you you you've got uh, you've got the perfect uh, the perfect group to help you with ideas and uh, and to tell you what works and what doesn't. And Not have a choice, but yes. <laughs> Do they do? Uh, do they do they go to school? Do they go to school and say, "Hey, mom's mom wrote uh, the uh, the Archmage series"? Do they I've brag gone, about it? I've gone to my children's school and done demonstrations on creative writing and how to write a good magic system and how to write a good um, lead character. Yes, yes, I've done that, and sometimes people appreciate it, and and sometimes they they don't, but. It, it's still fun. Um, I'm not famous enough yet that anybody can say, ooh, my mom's Cammie Murdoch Jensen, but someday maybe. You, we're, uh, we, all, we all hope as, as authors who have children, we are all famous in our kids' eyes as yep. world-renowned authors. It just, that's, that's, um, that's, that's the reality of it, um, I think. So they're, they're our biggest fans and that's all that counts. True. So, true. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the series and the awards that it has won because it's a multiple the the first book just the first book is a, a winner of multiple awards it is i was i gotta be honest i was very surprised to win um i know that i'm a good storyteller i know i have a great imagination but um to win awards that was that was really neat. So um, some of the awards that I've won, I have to look at my cheat sheet here. Um, the Feathered Quill Award, I entered in three different categories and I was a finalist in each one. So that was really, really great. Um, I was also a Reader's Favorite International Book Award in just the general genre of young adult fantasy, which is a huge genre. Yes. I won medal for that, so. That was also quite nice. But I think my favorite award that I won was the Wishing Shelf Book Award. And this is um, a contest based in the United Kingdom in the UK, but it's judged by teenagers. Oh, so, so you're a target demographic. Yes. So, so it, it was kind of like the Teen Choice Awards of books. Oh, yes, that's exactly what it was in the UK. Yes. So they, they give the kids the books and then they give them, um, you know, action one through 10, dialogue one through 10. They give them little categories and have the, the readers rate them themselves. And um, I was a finalist in that one, too. And that meant a lot to me that my target audience loved my books. That's so awesome. That is fantastic. So do you what? I, I want to know uh, for for those of you um, who are thinking about uh, uh, picking up the series, which absolutely do. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what what would you 
What do you hope that readers, especially young women of today, take away after reading the series? Um, readers in, in general. That's, that's a great question because when, when I planned the series, I planned for each book to be a major life lesson that Agnes learns. And so for, for book one, my main character, Agnes, is she's a burn victim. Um, I made her a burn victim because at that time I didn't have a diagnosis for my daughter. And so I wanted something general that most people could relate to. So Agnes was ex survived an explosion as a baby. She's got scarring on the right side of her cheek and neck, but she also has neurop neuro neuropathy. Sorry, that did not come out. Neuropathy in her legs because um, the, the explosion killed her father when he fell, it damaged her spine. And so she always has weakness and pain in her legs. And that's what my daughter, Rachel could relate to. And so for that, that first book, she just so much self-loathing. In fact, she wouldn't even look in mirrors because she couldn't stand to see her own face. And her scars never faded. They were just as red and as raging as the day she got them and the doctors couldn't figure out why. But as she accepted herself throughout the book and became um, appreciative of the sacrifice that her father made on her behalf, those star scars, they didn't go away, but they started to fade into the silvery papery scars that, that, are, that are normal healthy scars. And so just that acceptance of herself, that centering of loving all the parts of herself is the theme of the first book. And each of the books has one of those amazing things that mothers wish that they could tell their kids. <laughs> so to help, to help them grow. Absolutely, no, that, that is an amazing message and to bring out maybe kind of, um, a physical manifestation uh, on, on the face of what some of us feel inside, whether it's uh, sadness or anxiety or um, not quite fitting in or having a difficult time, you know, uh, with emotionally, then to, to kind of show that as a represent, a physical representation on the outside. There are a lot of, a lot of deep themes to the book that aren't really, um, you may not see them quite as deeply, you know, uh, as, as a young adult reader or a middle grade reader, but the message is still there. Yes, they, they learn the message, even though they may not say, oh, this is the main theme of the book, right? Right, yes. and this, or, or notice the symbolism, but, mm -hmm. but, but be able to, to pick up on the underlying message of self-acceptance and the benefits that come from self-healing. Yes, and that, that self-acceptance, that self-healing, it doesn't matter what your emotional, mental, or physical manifestation is. Every one of us will be better off and much happier if we can just love who we are. I could not agree more. Uh, it's something that, um, that I've always had a bit of a struggle with growing up. Um, because I dealt with anxiety uh, as a child, and 
and it was difficult for me to interact with other children and I uh, was seen as kind of a, a target for the bullies of the, the school. And so uh, it, it was a slow process for me in my high school and uh, college years and as a young adult to gain some of that, that self-confidence back, which I had lost. It's so important that you that you gain that self-confidence whenever you're young and to have it consistently torn down, it was quite the process to build it back up. So, you know, that's- That happens, doesn't it? We all um, come across pitfalls and blockades and, and things that are so difficult. And just when you think you've gotten into a really good position, you get slapped back down again, but you still keep climbing. Never Stop Trying is the, the main theme of book three of my third earth. And that it's okay for you to make mistakes when you try to take charge of your own situation and you can still come out on top. I love that perseverance uh, is, it will, will triumph all. And I think that, um, you know, as a, as a kid, I was probably not the easiest kid to get along with because of uh, my stubbornness. But as an adult, uh, I now can kind of realize it as a benefit that if something doesn't work, then I don't give up easily. So um, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of a little grateful for my stubbornness now because uh, if I had given up a long time ago, I would not be where I am today. And I think as authors, we sometimes doubt ourselves and want to give up, especially whenever you're in that journey as an independent author or a self-published author, but we don't. And then, you know, if if you hadn't uh, sat down and and put that first book down on on paper, then, (laughs) then uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so glad I did. Exactly. I mean, just, just, you know, uh, and now, now you're on the third book and the fourth is, is about to come out and then, and then pretty soon, uh, the fifth. So do you have another idea that has been whispering to you that needs to be, needs to be told, needs to be written down or, or do you think you do? Okay. I do have another idea. Um, Before I came out with the Archmage series, I was playing around with the idea of um, a supernatural forest that uses false emotions to lure in its prey. And um, I did play around with that, but I was not a very good writer at that point. (laughs) So I shelved it and um, brought out the Archmage series to help my daughter. But when I'm done with the Archmage series, I'm gonna go back to the lure. And, re- and, and revisit that one. Yes. And that sounds uh, a, little, a little deeper, maybe a little more um, advanced. Would that be a young adult fantasy or a supernatural fantasy more for new adult or adult? It wouldn't be new adult or adult. It would still be young adult. New I adult. mean. But deal with some darker sort of uh, themes there. It, it's also about self-mastery. It's about understanding what you feel and being able to rise above that, which I also think is something that young adults and teenagers of all walks of life really struggle with, especially with the instant gratification of phones and 
and things like that. But that self-mastery, a huge part of becoming a happy individual. A happy adult. Yes. And sometimes, and sometimes we have to go back if we don't have that, you know, then we have to, we have to go back and, and kind of uh, do some, some, some of that, that hard yeah. work that we Life should have done. <laughs> Life has a way of making us learn whether we want to or not. This, this, this is very true. <laughs> so uh, as, a, as an independent, as a successful multi-award winning independent author, do you have any advice for other independent authors who might be considering uh, publishing their first book or are in the midst of getting out there on their publishing journey? Anything that you've learned that you'd like to share? Yeah, absolutely. So humility is a big part of it. Being willing to take advice graciously is a huge part of it. The first time I got a book edited ever, I cried for like three hours. I was like, they don't understand my work. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was pathetic. It was sad. I'm embarrassed, but it happened. And um, my husband just said, you know, it's okay. That's what she thought. You don't have to think the same way, but go back and look at it again and see if she had a point. And bless his heart if he was not absolutely right. And so the next thing I did was start reading books on good writing, reading, attending conferences on how to be a, a successful author, and taking every single little thing I learned and applying it to my craft. But at the same time, don't lose your own individual voice. It's a balance. I've heard that uh, has been a resonating theme uh, on the channel that we all seem to agree with, uh, that guys, you can choose to take the uh, advice of, of beta readers and critiquers. And uh, if it's a contextual or grammatical issue or punctuation, that's one thing, but don't ever let anyone change the intention of your, your, your book the message that it has or the voice with which you tell it. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, but yes, um, there are so many, there are so many wonderful books out there that I think, um, I think uh, people don't have faith in their own voice or uh, think that, that this has already been done before. And the thing is, is that everyone has an individual viewpoint and an individual voice. You can give someone your characters and your storyline and they will write a book that is completely different from anything that you would have written because it is your own unique voice. So. Perfect. Stay, I love it. Stay true to it. Because yes. That's a good lesson for teenagers as well. Yes. Oh, ab absolutely. Um, staying, staying true to, uh, to, to, to the things that you believe in, because with so much so social pressure that's out there now, it's difficult to, uh, it's difficult to maintain kind of, uh, your, your, your moral center. And so, so I, I like that, 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 um, 
that that your books explore explore staying true to who you are. So that was my favorite part about that. It's um, I'm a mom, and like many moms out there, you just want all of the kids to be happy. <laughs> so I'm really lucky that I have a platform that I can touch as many kids as possible in a positive way. I, I hope, I hope it's a positive way. Absolutely. So we'll get, uh, we'll definitely, uh, we'll, we'll get the, 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 the word out there guys about the Arc Mage series, check it out. I will have the links for all of Cammie's uh, books in the description below, as well as your website. And, uh, and make sure to check those out on Amazon. And uh, are they on Amazon specifically or uh, Barnes and Noble and just everywhere? Amazon specifically, um, the paperback is on Barnes and Noble, but um, Amazon has the hardback, the paperback and the e-copy. Okay. Awesome. Great information. So all of that will be in the description below. And Kimmy, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today about the Archimage series and your message of self-acceptance and positivity that I think so many young adults and uh, kids need to hear, especially young girls these days. Thank you, Anna. It was a blast. <laughs> it was a pleasure to meet you guys. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on new and upcoming content and stay safe and stay healthy guys. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.